Welcome to Three Blondes, One Battle. How are you guys today? Good. How are you guys? Good. Hey, guys. Hey, Bobby. Hi, Nikki. Hey. Um, so today we're going to talk about the gut. We're going to talk about how MS and actually, you know, we were talking about how microbiome is, is kind of a buzz buzzword for the last, I would say, don't you guys think they've been talking about it for a good, like five years? Oh My, yeah. yeah. I feel like it picked up steam. Like, yeah. Five to I three to five like, years ago where it's like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. More information out there. Yeah. Or even like, um, remember when Dr. Axe came out talking about leaky gut in 2015 and everyone was like, who's this guy? Who's <laughs> this, is this guy talking about? Like he was kind of like the first one to talk about it. And he probably, they probably, you know, like they think most of us that are right down the lane or it was a conspiracy. They're all, oh, okay. What a conspiracy. Okay. We all have leaky guts. All right. Dr. Axe. And, and, so and it's, it's still like that today though. Really? Like, yeah. You think? Like, even with like sun doctors, like they, some like neurologists out there don't believe in like a leaky gut. Like there's no such thing like that. Huh. That's real. Wow. I did not know that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, geez, Louise, um, you know, you get caught in your profession and this is your zone, your world, and you can't see outside of it sometimes, I guess. Um, but yeah, the microbiome, uh, what's interesting is if you, you know, we're not medical professionals here, we're just, you know, opinionated gals managing MS. And if you go <laughs> online, like that. you will see the NIH study of MS linking it to, um, uh, your gut. Yeah. Yeah. Got essentially mm -hmm. like, um, that we carry different bacteria than people without MS, um, with the diagnosis and, um, it's very, very sciencey and, and bravo to you. If you can read these studies because us three could not, I mean, you know, we can read it, but we're not going to like regurgitate it here because yeah. it is very, um, it's almost like you read it and you're like, okay. And then what? Or, and then okay. what? That's what I thought. And then what? Yeah. 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 And then what? Um, because uh there's trillions of bacteria, trillions mm -hmm. in your body. And what they're saying is, okay, you can't really label them good and bad. Um, yeah. because they all intertwine interconnect so mm -hmm. differently with one another. And mm -hmm. so it's almost like, where do you start the study? So for once, I don't blame, uh, you know, big uh, government Farm. Yeah, for not having this solved because you read it and you're like, oh, trillions. I mean, I don't know if you can solve this when it comes to MS in your gut. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, there is obviously we know and consensus with just mainly they, you know, they are looking at just our food that we put into our body greatly affecting the tr nutritional right i mean that's what i kind of was one thing i felt like so one of the articles of was very clear that um you if you consume a lot of red meat very clear go on there and check it out uh yep yeah, 
probably that's probably why you have the symptoms of multiple sclerosis um and whether it's at that point whether it was the genetics whether it's the lack of vitamin d and where you you know the equator is where you grew up um environmental toxins but that one specific key point in that study was like whoa okay so maybe you shouldn't eat so much red meat um did you guys see that part yeah. So like you bringing that up, it, like you think about like our diets nowadays, like we really don't get a big variety of nutrients. So a lot of people don't think, oh, when it comes to like taking your vitamins, you might be taking your vitamins, but if you didn't listen to our episode before, which I really encourage you to go listen to it, your vitamin grades do matter because your gut, you have to think of it. Okay. When you eat something, where does it first go? It goes into your gut, right? Right. So where does it go from there? How's the absorption rate of it? If you don't have That's all these the key mm-hmm. factors into play, your body's not going to be absorbing that nutrients. Plus you think, oh, I'm going to eat all this food all at once in this, in this sitting, your body can only consume so much at a time. Mm-hmm. So that was something that I really learned that a lot of people don't know that. So when you're thinking about like your foods, like you need that variety. And that's why supplements that we talked about, it, yeah. it really, truly helps your body. Matters. It matters. Yeah, it really does. And I think that another thing people don't think about is the soil you can no longer, and I feel like people don't anymore, but some people do 2023, you can no longer say, well, when I was young or well, when, you know, you don't take that from your parents either because their soil was so different. It was nutrient enriched, great for your body. Like your body was absorbing all of these yummy nutrients through the soil and the foods they were eating. Not like that anymore. In fact, it's the complete opposite. And it's the reason mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, that we take vitamins and minerals yep. and supplements because we don't got what you got. We, yep. we get pesticides. We get, we get everything sprayed with Roundup. Um, we get, you know, it, it, it's just, there's not enough in, you have to supplement these days. You have to. Yeah, you really do because your body... Yeah can't function at its highest potential. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it, That's it a just great way to put it. Especially yeah. if you have multiple sclerosis, like your vitamins, like, and that's the thing. It is not going to, this is one thing that made me a little bit like weary of like, you know, supplements and stuff. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to like boost my immune system. But if you think of, if you really think about it, it's not boosting your immune system because it's the same, like, you're just helping your body absorb things at a better absorption rate versus your food is vitamins, minerals, enzymes, like all of those things. It's just, you're having in a different form. So there's no boosting your immune system. Yes. There are certain, uh, nutrients that can boost your immune system because of those certain key factors, but then at the same time, like we still have to balance our immune system at the same time, even though, yes, it's very hyperactive, but we, we have to still take care of it. 
Yeah. And, you know, when we do talk about leaky gut, essentially, it's just it, it, you you're, you have spaces in the gut lining of your intestines, and we all know how long your intestines are. So there's spaces, and that's why they call them leaky, because they shouldn't be leaking through. And so, yeah. you know, things that aren't supposed to be in like floating around, let's just think of it, this is very like yeah. not medical. <laughs> but I like like, you but know, things like, yeah. You can visualize it like it's not staying in your intestines where it should be as it digests and all of those nasty bile and everything like in the intestines is getting out. And that's why that's what leaky gut is. It's if you have, you know, the bloating like that. Oh, my gosh. Do you guys follow? um, Oh, my gosh. She's so funny on Facebook. Um, Jenkins. Do you guys follow uh, Jenkins? You know, she's a comedian. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she yeah, just I, she's going yeah. through. She's freaking hilarious. Uh, juggling with Jenkins. Is that what she's called? Yes. Yes. So yep, yep. she's got major. And I remember. And I I showed Dylan. And I was like, Dylan, do you remember this when you were young? I literally would eat something. And I'd be like, Dylan, Dylan, it's happening. It's happening. And he would like watch as my stomach like extended. And I literally looked eight months pregnant. So this girl's yeah. going through it right now. And sadly, like, I feel like she probably doesn't follow enough. She doesn't know enough at this point. So she's going, she's getting scoped through the top and scoped through the bottom today. I think. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's something as simple as, well, crap, like I need to treat leaky gut. And there's so much out there. You can do your own research. Like you, you could treat it yourself. You don't need to be scoped. No. Um, So, so yes. So if you manage MS (laughs) and you have quote unquote bloating and I, you know, I, I I don't want to say it like that because it's, it's, it hurts. Like I remember like laying, um, in a heating pad will help, like it'll help it go down, but it doesn't solve the problem day after day. What are some things Nikki that you did? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That was, I was using all of Dr. Axe's products, but I mean, ultimately I couldn't, I couldn't cure it without um, fecal transplant and that's just not available to people. So I don't, I don't want to talk about fecal transplant just because then people will be like, well, I can't even get that because you really can't unless you have C. diff. Um, well, the biggest thing, like, you know, you can really start looking at your foods, like your foods are the contributor to, to all that. And like the biggest ones, which we all know of, which you can heal your gut. You can, it's just you, and there's a doctor that I actually follow. Um, his name is Dr. Cole Will. And he actually like is, he's so knowledgeable about this, but anyways, um, is your foods. And the biggest ones is dairy and gluten. Like the biggest ones, those are like contributors. Yeah. Like take those Mm -hmm. out and watch like the difference. And you can pretty much tell for yourself, like, oh wow, like, okay, like I've got some gut problems that I need to like, you know, start helping my gut. Right. And I think even neurologists are which is funny, even like mainstream, like it's where it's gone mainstream. And I don't even know, they know the reason why sometimes with the, but I had my last neurologist was like, oh, you should avoid gluten. Like, I feel like that's becoming more like, oh, they're starting to realize people with MS, autoimmune and inflammatory don't eat gluten. And you know why, um, you know why we well, didn't have to avoid it 40 years ago? You know what gluten is, right? Wheat. Yeah. That shit is sprayed. Like, 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 right. they- 
stuff is because something like sprayed to the max. Sadly, that's what's sprayed and that's what's bothering people. Right. Well, and the crazy thing is like with sourdough, like with all that bacteria culture with the sourdough, like we, like my grandparents signed, like they had sourdough all the time, like all the time. Mm-hmm. And my grandma used to like ground her own wheat to uh, make her bread. And yeah. so it is because it is how it's grown. Like it is what it is being like yeah. sprayed with because it's yeah. the world that we live in. Yeah. Right. And like you're doing it. And, and you guys like, okay. So for listeners, I don't want you to feel like you, this is a forever thing. Like if you leaky gut right now, like I don't, my gut's not sensitive to it anymore. Was it then? Absolutely. I had to avoid it like the plague. And so if you're going through it right now, maybe that's how you can get over the like, oh, poor me, this sucks. Life sucks. It's not, it's just for now. It's not forever. Yes. Yep. You can slowly add it back in and your body will be fine with it. It's just at this point, there's just too much damage. You have to heal the damage and then, you know, then live life. If you want to have yep. a pastry here and there, have a pastry. Go for it. Yeah. Yep. Totally yeah. agree. That's the fact that I feel that isn't said enough is that you can heal your gut and that you can enjoy these things and not deal with like the crazy bloat. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And so like, yeah. So, and I would say, um, one thing that I did jump heavily into is, um, doing my own testing. So I did do Everly well, it's not the best. Um, I did do 23 and me, which, um, you can convert it over to uh, genetic genie, and then you'll find out what pathways that it's cellular <laughs> pathways. It will never change. Once you get that red, your genetic code basically read and to see what your pathways are that'll never change so I did do that when I had leaky gut I was just like oh my gosh I'm gonna figure out my body so I did that really well I did um uh 23 and me and then the best one has come out in the last like five years I would have never done ever really well if I'd known about Viome so Viome oh. is a poop test yes. and that is the best one um, yeah so I will say I was a little, this was before I got fecal transplants. So poop kind of like weirded me out at that point. And so I did have the test and it was like in my house for six months. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. All you have to do is like put the thing down and poop yeah. in it. It's a little gross, right? Like, but you're still like sitting on the toilet, but then you got to like scoop some out. So it's a little gross, yeah. whatever. like, but it's the best way to figure out what your allergens are, your food allergens right now, because you have leaky gut, you need to figure it out. So, and just for listeners, I mean, obviously symptoms and you, and you can explore more if you, you know, or even experience like, oh, I'm always bloated or something's ringing, like thinking like an aha, you're having an aha moment, like, oh, maybe I should look into this or research it more. But, you know, it talks about obviously, which a lot of people with MS struggle with constipation and diarrhea, gas, bloating, but mm-hmm. you know, you deal with headache, brain fog, um, chronic fatigue, uh, skin issues. So eczema. Um, joint pain, back pain, cravings for sugar or carbs, poor immune system, MS, <laughs> nutrient deficiencies, vitamin D, especially if you're taking vitamin D, you're getting tested still low, anxiety, depression, arthritis, you know, uh, all that. So what is that? What are you reading? Symptoms? That was just symptoms. I just thought as we're talking about this, people should know, like if they're listening and not even, you know, really hadn't really thought about, should I be thinking, do I have, um, you know, am I having digestive? Right. It, yeah. Those are just yeah. some symptoms to leaky gut. 
Yeah. And I will say when it comes to MS, it could be super overwhelming or how about you just start with your gut? Like, is your gut happy? Like A or B, you know, those charts, like, is your yeah. gut happy? A, go here, B, go here. So essentially if, if your gut is not, you're going to know it, you're going to know it. If you're bloated all the time, if you feel like crap when you eat, um, but then it goes away and you're just like, oh, maybe it'll be different next time. You have a problem with your gut. Fix that, <laughs> fix that first fix it. Right. Go right. Go for it. Like that is step one. And, you know, obviously obesity plays a role here, you know, um, uh, most, most of the time that goes hand in hand. So if mm -hmm. you are on the obese or severely obese, you know, 10, you know, uh, BMI chart, <laughs> well, you know, it, you know, if you're obese or severely obese, that's step one. And once you start working on that, your gut will start healing as well. Yep. So, yeah, I just feel like um, when it comes to all of the bacteria and everything in our guts um, and because it is so, oh my gosh, didn't they call it like a separate, what did they call it? A separate organ. And they look, they're looking at it as like a separate organ. Yeah. yeah like crazy crazy because there's like over a trillion um you know i thought that was interesting where it's the microbiome is defined as all the bacteria viruses yeah. fungi yep. all that all that inhabit the human body collectively referred to as the second human gene another look at it is and there's so much research going on that it's looked at as a separate organ in fact on one of those studies nikki and um that you guys that i was reading was you could go to nih and you can participate in like and um, you had to pay, I think, $70 in the study. I, I don't know, something to do with, because they're doing so much, trying to do much, so much research on gut yes. health that you can um, participate mm -hmm. in that. I thought it was you interesting. You know what I did see? What, what was like, it wasn't shocking, but it was like, oh yeah, because if you're progressive, secondary progressive. So what they're looking for, they already know. They already know, okay, this is connected. You, The reason you were diagnosed with MS has to do with your gut. Um, the reason your symptoms are really bad and you're having all of these attacks have to do with your gut. So now they're looking for studies. Hey, if you're, if you're primary progressive or secondary progressive, reach out to us because <laughs> we want to look at your gut. It's like, so then, so they want you, they want to see what your bacteria is and what that looks like so they can study. Okay. So here's what it is at, uh, R and R, but yeah, uh, and right. Then, <laughs> uh, that sounds weird. Relapse or reventing. Um, and then here's what it looks like and first primary and the secondary. Right. Yeah, listen. Yeah. Astronomers suggest there may be about one billion trillion stars in the universe, trying to fathom a universe that mind-bendingly large is virtually impossible. And now a new study is suggesting the human microbiome <laughs> is operating on similar levels of complexity, but on a vastly smaller scale. The research from Harvard Medical School and Joslin Diabetes Center suggests the bacteria living inside of us may collectively contain more novel genes than there are stars in the universe. Which is crazy. And, you know, I just think it's interesting because they talk <laughs> about it, it having its own unique metabolic, um, metabolic and immune activity. Like your own, that, that organ, our gut has its own immune activity. Well, and so you have to like, that's where everything resonates. Like that's our immune system. It is. Our, that's what it is. Yeah. And if we're not, you know, not doing a very good job taking care of it and not really, you know, giving it nutrients that it needs to flourish that we get sick, we get 
chronic illness is. Mm-hmm. And even though like it's, it is very overwhelming. Like I was talking with a new gal that was just recently diagnosed with MSN. The one thing that she was talking about how she had no like direction of what to do. And so she went straight to social media. That's what we do. We go straight to social media. And she was talking about how she has learned a lot from people who are living with MS than she is from her doctor. And like the biggest thing that I will always tell someone is it is overwhelming. But the fact is that you every single day can have the capabilities to choose to make choices that can help your future self because what you do today is impacting yourself tomorrow tomorrow they're 10 years ahead of you Mm -hmm. so if you're thinking like oh like you know um my like there was a, a woman that I was talking with she was in her late 50s and she was diagnosed with MS and she was like oh I'm old like I don't need to be worrying about this stuff and I'm like you are not old like at all Like you can take care of yourself right now. And it's just the simplest things. Like, are you staying hydrated? Like what's your, what's your uh, sugar content? Like drop that down a bit. Like eat more nutritional foods. Right. And it's just a little thing. Yeah. I think um, you make such a good point, Bobby. I think that's so true. Like let's not get overwhelmed by looking into the, you know, and that's with anyone. Let's just take it day by day. Like, let's just yeah. focus on our choices that we have for today. And maybe there's a day where we mess up or we have, you know, or there's something, but where you feel like, oh, that was, that was a day, day failure. Well, we just start tomorrow. Just start with your yeah. choices tomorrow, you know? And yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I love that. It's, it's always a learning process. That's the part. That's the one thing that I've learned living with MS is that every day I learn something new, like every day. And I had my diagnosis in 2011. You guys, your diagnosis was way earlier, way before mine. And the thing is like, you were always going to be learning something new and that's okay. Like, I feel that is like the greatest gift to be able to have because knowing everything you really don't, there's too, there's too much information out there all the time. So always being proactive in your life. And just because somebody might not agree because you're, you decided you're going to change your eating or you're going to be taking these supplements, like it's not their life, it's your life. So how are you going to help yourself live a better day the next day and the next day after that? doesn't mean that you're not going to have bad days because we all are, we all know that bad days, like Mm -hmm. that's life. Life is tough, but we get to make the happiness. We get to create that joy. So what are you doing today? to help yourself. So tomorrow you are 1% better than you were the day before. That's how I look at that for myself and being able to flip that around for you and being able just to be like, you know what? Like, yeah, today was a little bit of a rough day, but you know what? I drank more water today. Maybe it's only five ounces more. That's a big victory. Like, so celebrate those small victories because, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think just the point of this podcast today is just for you to really be aware of your own gut health and that, um, you know, studies are catching up (laughs) uh, and the medical professionals are even telling you um, that, yes, your gut is not like other people's. 
<laughs> so you need to be more aware Pay attention mm-hmm. managing multiple sclerosis. The biggest thing yeah. that, so I've been taking, um, a pre and probiotic for mm-hmm. a year now. And the one thing that I have noticed, not only like my gut feels better, but my skin, like mm-hmm. it's, it's way more, um, like youthful, like I don't have crazy like breakouts. Um, yeah. It's just really weird because I look at other pictures and that it just looks gray. Like, and I'm like, like I looked at a picture like five years ago and I'm like, my gosh, I'm like, I feel like I look way older in that picture than what I do in this picture. So yeah. it does so much more than like you feel like it is. Mm-hmm. Like if you are having skin problems, your gut, like what- yeah what Tara was talking about with eczema, like your gut. Oh yeah. Yeah. And speaking of, um, we were talking about how antibiotics, um, can ruin, um, the gut health. And so, uh, as somebody chronically on antibiotics, uh, in the last year, for some reason, I can't beat these UTIs, um, which is also obviously most people, well, a lot of, especially females will have to, at some point, whoever's listening to this, you know, probably are affected by a UTI and yeah, yeah, it's going to be something where, yeah, you're, you know, where you're so, so, yeah, so we were talking about, so we were uh, talking so, about antibiotics and I think that, you know, as long as you're taking, you don't take the pro with the anti, right? So like, if you're taking your antibiotic at 7am, take a probiotic at noon, cause then you're going to take the next antibiotic at 7pm. So just like, make sure there's space in between there. So they're yeah. not counteracting each other, but that's really yeah. important when you're on that's a great um, point, Nikki when you're on antibiotics, that's super important. And there's so many different types of antibiotics. So some of them only have like two species in them. Like that's not a lot. Like you like look at the label. Um, and just like we talked about last time, one does not equal another. So just pay attention to what you're consuming. Some of them have like 20 different, so um, bacteria in them. So that's, that's a, a great point. Yeah. But I, yeah. So, and I think, you know, there could be people listening that has never even heard. I mean, I just recently, I feel like, you know, I know we said like five years ago, it started gaining momentum, even gut health, but there's probably people listening that have never even thought about it or heard of, um, microbiome. I just think, you know, we have obviously, uh, our phones and Google at our hands, just, yeah, do some research on, on, on it and see what, you know, what you might find and yeah, might resonate mm-hmm. with your own, with your own health. Yeah. And we'll include in the show notes, a couple, uh, articles and, you know, maybe just because we couldn't read it, uh, maybe you'll be able to read the NIH studies, <laughs> but we'll also send you a simple, like layman's term article about, yeah. So, all right. Is there anything else you guys want to add? No, I think this was great. Stay healthy. <laughs> yeah. Make good choices. And, um, next week we are talking about dating and MS. Ooh, that should be fun. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> right before Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Ooh. All right, girls. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks for joining. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.